Welcome to Hearts and Stripes, your one-stop shop for all things military marriage. I hope our discussions and interviews equip you with the tools to start or grow a beautiful marriage as we address the benefits and challenges of mill marriage. I believe life's most precious moments are worth celebrating, so I'll help you design your marriage blueprint in alignment with your core values. Thank you for joining us, and remember to rate, subscribe, and review. Let's do this. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Hearts and Stripes podcast. It's your girl, Brie Carroll, and I am excited to just share with you in this heart to heart. I'm really excited because I get to talk to someone who I've connected with virtually. Um, It's special. It's really special for me because oftentimes you'll see people in these virtual streets who are doing things similar to what you're doing. And oftentimes people think like, oh, there has to be competition. I'm here to set the record straight. It does not have to be competition. Reach out to that person, see how they are receptive to you. And you never know, you might be able to form a friendship or at least be able to share just some common ground and encourage one another as you go through your walk. And that is what I have found with this guest. Teresa Alexis is an amazing woman who is also in these coaching streets focused on marriage. I love her story because we have a lot of similarities starting off in like weddings and events. She started in the photography realm, whereas y'all know I did wedding and event planning. So I absolutely love the similarities of just how we got to coaching specifically for uh, military couples. And I just wanted to have her as a guest on Hearts and Strikes podcast, because y'all know we are all about strengthening military marriages. We want to see your relationships thrive. We want to see you personally thrive. And we want you to be equipped to build a legacy that is based off your core values that makes you proud, that really just gets you excited to do this thing called life. And I couldn't have, you know, I can't skip over the people who's in the trenches with me. And Teresa is definitely one of those people. So here's a little bit about her. Teresa Alexis, known as the Military Bride Strategist, is a Marine Corps vet and CEO of Teresa Alexis LLC, a training and consulting firm that educates and equips military couples, families, and singles, both in the United States and overseas, so that they will be mission ready and capable in order to create resilience while excelling at home and in their career. Let me tell you, I am really excited to chat with my special guest, Teresa. All right, everyone, help me welcome my special guest, Teresa. Teresa, say hey to everybody. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? Thank y'all so much for tuning in and welcoming me here. Yes, we are so excited to chat. Um, As I gave the intro, of course, I just talked about how we met in these virtual streets. 
And I was just really excited to see somebody else in the space serving people in a similar way to how I serve. And it's just been really good to just connect, encourage one another, you know, send a message in a DM and just say, hey. Um, But I really just am excited to finally have you up on the podcast so people can hear more about you, what you do, um, and how you do it, how you put your magic on it, girl. So I am excited. Yeah, and I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much, first of all, for creating this space for all of us and for encouraging others to do something, you know, with their stories. So what do you want me to do? You want me to just jump in? Yeah, jump on in, girl. We're going to go right into your military marriage story. I know you are ready to share, so I'm excited. I've heard the story a little bit, a little bit, guys. So I'm going to get the real scoop here. The real, we're getting a real scoop here. So share a little bit about your military marriage story. I don't quite know if y'all going to be ready for this one because Uh (laughs) literally the title of our story, well, mine, from my perspective should be, I married the guy who almost killed me. Oh, (laughs) wait a minute. Okay. Everybody, everybody, if you are driving, pull over. However you are listening, I need y'all to turn this up. We need to tune in and listen to this. Go ahead. Yes. So, Okay, number one, when I first saw my husband, it wasn't like the wind was blowing and he was floating on this cloud and all of this stuff. Now, that may have been what was happening in his mind, but like <laughs> I would walk like right by him because I didn't I didn't know anybody. I was new to the fleet. Um, so let me back up You say me and my husband are dual military. We both served in the Marines. That's how we met. So here I am newly a boot as we call them and I'm there and I'm talking to some other Marine that's senior, like really, really senior to me. Right. And then here he walk out of like the breezeway and talking about, do you want to cuddle? First of all, I was kind of like, what? <laughs> you know? Right. Like, Hi, how are you? Who says that? Like me from Birmingham, him from DC is like, who who says that? Who? Why is that the first thing that comes to your mind when you see somebody? Do you want to cuddle? <laughs> it's like, what? Okay, so I didn't pay no mind. You know, I was just like, bro, whatever. You know, I said what I said. Did I kind of like moved on? And then like <laughs> the NCO I was with made me apologize to this guy. He was like, that was so not nice. And that was so not godly. And I was like, fine. So I apologize. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, it ain't like I said cuss words or something like that. You would think the way he treated me and made me apologize that I had did something like outrageous, but I digress. So that's how we met. And then like, I think either the next day or two days later, I saw him again and I dropped off a seven ton. And if y'all don't know what that is, those are those big trucks that people drive on the highway sometimes yeah. or in motor pools and drop the vehicle off to him for him to take a test. And so, you know, I'm just sitting there with the guy, me and another Marine had dropped that truck off for him to test in. We sitting under this like pavilion, you know, if y'all know anything about Marines, they bootleg a lot of stuff. Uh And I didn't realize this little gazebo or whatever was bootleg, but you know, it looked pretty sturdy. You made it work. 
you know, and we were sitting under the bleachers and then he's backing up. I don't know what distracted him. You know, he would say it's me, but eh. so it know, was you. It was you. He, hit, he backed into the thing I was sitting under and that whole thing was shaking. And, you know, I'm like, well, how old was that? I think I was like 18, actually. And so I was 18, fresh out of high school, fresh out of boot camp, all this stuff. And so, no, I was 19. And so I'm like, this is not how I saw my life going. This is not like if I was that, I wait, did not see wait. it. <laughs> he backed the truck up and hit the pavilion. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We know you made it, but like what happened? At that point, I was so freaked out and scared. I thought I was going to die because when he hit it, um, the whole thing was shaking. And so I'm like, you know I didn't have time to step on people to run to try to get out the way right you know, I was just so shocked that we just kind of sat there like oh my god we about to die right you know? and so th- luckily the instructor was able to snatch the door open and tell him to stop backing up but obviously that was like oh my goodness I'm gonna die wow but, wow so first impressions terrible second impressions <laughs> terrible (laughs) and then then, you know after that I kept seeing him around and honestly I'm gonna be honest I I wasn't thinking about him not in that way and uh not after a life or death experience I listen not and so I would see him all the time you know I had a a roommate for those of you who are marines you know we have roommates it's sometimes it'd be like three four people to a room Mm -hmm. I know a lot of y'all other ones y'all Get to have your own little room and little hotel and stuff. Hey, 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 go Air Force, go Air Force. <laughs> so, you know, but um, so I thought he liked my roommate because he would always come down there to talk to her. They would always go outside and talk. And I was like, oh, they're so cute. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> and little did I know, you know. They was talking like, about you, girl. Mm-hmm. It's like, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to actually go to the beach and then it's going to, she's going to think it's going to be like five or six of us, but it's really just going to be like four of us. And then you and your little friend going to go over there and then we just wow. each other. So that's, I was like, that was the plan. That's a stupid plan. <laughs> it's you like, I don't give him credit. He was, he right. done planned a beach getaway. He was distracted by your beauty sitting under that pergola me and he listen he was he it was love at first sight that that <laughs> wind was blowing and the rainbows and the birds was tweeting on his end well for me it was almost death at first sight so you know, <laughs> you know I just was like oh lord you know but you know he he got that together in my mind I was like I, I'd have just asked myself out but you know I guess I can I can totally see how I can probably be intimidating especially by how we met those first two times yes so you know I was like okay a for effort you you get a you get a sticker for being creative yes yes I love it I love that (laughs) I love that your story is not like stereotypical it is real it is how how a, a good relationship starts it's just fun so that's what y'all I, call fun. <laughs> I'm gonna call it fun. It's exciting. It keeps you on the edge of your seat. Like it's definitely that. <laughs> see, see? So how has your relationship evolved from those early stages? Cause I know currently you're not serving. 
Um, how did that kind of mature? How did y'all grow together? When did you figure out like, this might be my person? So honestly, <laughs> when I say our relationship is unorthodox, it's like not even an understatement child because just looking at the statistics or the stereotypes, two Marines should not have made it together. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and just coming from the different backgrounds, it's, it's, really, it's really tough because I grew up in Birmingham. And if anybody know the history of that place, you can see how my perspective is very different from somebody who lives in Washington, D.C. and is yes. from that area. Yes. So... You know, that's one thing. And I ain't gonna lie, just being completely transparent because I yeah. feel like that's what this is for. You know, we bump heads a lot. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's complete chaos. But I will say the one thing that keeps us grounded, number one, is God. Yes. Mm-hmm. God saves me from making stupid decisions <laughs> all the time or decisions like based off of my emotions all the time. Mm-hmm. And I really be mad because I be wanting to do the thing that I say I'm going to do because that's who I am. But sometimes, matter of fact, not sometimes, let me back up. All the time you have to listen to God because he always has something better for you. That's good. And for us, like, I'm a risk taker. I'm a leaper. I, I just get out there and, you know, if I fall, I fall, but I'll get back up. Sometimes it's harder to get back up that second or third or fourth time, but yes. I'll get up and I'll never stop getting up for him. I won't say he don't take risks, but he definitely play, plays it safe. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that can balance each other out. Cause sometimes it's like, you can't be out here all willy nilly taking these leaps and stuff. We got like three yes. kids, girl, get your life together. And then <laughs> other times it's like, okay, if you, if you always scared, you're going to miss out. Not just mm. on the things that are going to help you, but on the biggest, greatest things God has for you and your family. So it balances each other out because if you just got this person out here taking leaps on everything, it becomes reckless. And if you got this person out here who's taking it safe on everything, you miss a lot and you have a lot of regrets. Yes. I love that. I love that. Balance each other out in that way. And it's, we don't always like it. Not gonna lie. We don't always like it. And like I said, we bump heads on that sometimes. But sometimes at the end of the day, you got to be like, you know what? <sighs> Take that deep breath. It's like, yes. God is right. And God is sovereign. And because of that, I'm going to swallow my pride, even though it kills me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being real. You yeah, know, we having real talk here. about this marriage thing. You I know? love it. And, you know, swallow that pride and say, you know what, I'm sorry, even when you're not wrong, (laughs) you know, I'm sorry, let's reconcile, let's make this work. Yep, I'm I'm wrong, even though you're not wrong, and I know that's hard to do. Yep, I was wrong, I was wrong for what I said, I was angry, I was upset, you know, whatever, let's make this work, let's work, let's work this out, let's be together, and let's be better for each other, and for those little ones who are out there. Yes. And I love that. I want to unpack some of those things because you broke down a lot of really great points that our listeners need to like listen closely to. One, you talked about how opposite you guys are from upbringing to your personalities, how you approach situations. And what it, when you were talking about that, it made me think of as you went through your relationship, you are um, getting refined kind of like 
that person is bringing some stuff out of you and it's causing some resistance, but you are working through it together and you use the word balancing one another out. And ultimately, I love to think of it that our relationships are going to stretch us, it's going to challenge us, but it's ultimately going to make us better people. It makes us, and that's how we come together. We have to die a little bit to those old things of our own, just by ourselves. And when we come into union with one another, we compromise, we say sorry, we um, have to be considerate and compromise. And like you say, even though you're not wrong, sometimes because I know I, I, I definitely have to do this, even though what I said was correct, my tone was wrong. Or how, however, you know, I didn't listen to what you were saying or whatever that looks like for your relationship. But I love how transparent you're being about that because you're right. Marriage is not just all sunshine and rainbows. Like it is a process that you choose to continue to walk through with your partner. And in that you're going to face challenges. Right, because it's not one of those things where it's like, yay, we got married. That's it, child. We out here. Right. It's like, yeah, we out here, but we also having to work on it and becoming one. Yes, it starts at the wedding. It Mm -hmm. starts there. But over the time, it's going to be this process that brings you closer together or drifts you apart. And you're going to have to decide. (sighs) (laughs) you really gonna have to decide and you're gonna have to dig your heels in and say i'm either gonna do this i just ain't i just ain't right you have to make that decision for yourself and as hard as it is because i'd be lying if i told you it was easy an easy decision yes you love your spouse yes i get that we all love our spouse right but there's always that but are you willing to do the thing that's going to stretch you the most? That's what that's I have good. to ask myself all the time. That's good. Because it's not just about what I'm teaching to others. It's about what I'm willing to do myself. Mm, yeah. mm-hmm. I say a lot of stuff out of my flesh, especially when I'm upset, but I have to eat those words a lot. And if you don't want to eat your words a lot, you got to be willing to take that deep breath and check yourself and say, Okay, I'm not going to say that, even though I feel that way. I'm going to say this instead. And you're going to make mistakes. You are, because we're all human. But then you're going to have to repent (laughs) to yourself (laughs) and to God and say, you know what? Although I felt all those things, Mm -hmm. I was wrong. I'm sorry. That's good. Let's let's do let's do something better. Let's do something different. Let's let's either be out or let's be all in. But if we all in. We both going to have to be all in. And sometimes me, wife, or whichever person is the strong-willed one, I'm going to have to hear some stuff I don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. I'm going yeah. to have to be quiet because I know I can talk. My husband <laughs> just told me, he was like, you always want to talk, but you don't be want to listen. Accurate, but I don't want to. Right, you're not wrong, sir. You're not wrong. You ain't wrong but I ain't trying to hear you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's just right. be real. Right. So, you know, you have to bring yourself in that position where you're going to either just be all in or you're just going to check out, but you can't have it both ways. You know what I'm saying? So make that decision. Absolutely. Decision. I love it. I absolutely love that. You have to make the decision 
um, and stay committed to the decision. Like you said, all the way in or all the way out. And I love how um, you focus on that, even as you coach um, people, whether it's couples, families, individuals, and I love your message on resilience. Can you share a little bit, just because it sounds like from your experience, from your own relationship, you have been resilient as you've walked through your relationship. So what does resiliency mean to you? And then how do you show people how to be resilient in their marriage? So when I think of resilience in marriage, it's that ability to either bounce back, snap back or snatch back those Mm. things that you have set out to do in marriage. So everybody knows when they get they find that one that they love and they want to spend the rest of their life with they have this big dream of what it's going to look like what it's yes. going to feel like you know and all that all those things but lo and behold there's this thing called life and it it comes sometimes and knocks us over a little bit you know and it's be like oh man i ain't expect that i didn't expect to experience the loss of my children mm. with my spouse i didn't expect to have somebody steal my credit with my, you know, with my spouse, mm, with my marriage. Yeah. I didn't expect for my house to get blown away by a hurricane and have to start all over. Yeah. And it's those things that can come that will either drive you apart, because those are huge. Those are big things, okay. yes. Drive you apart or make you come closer together. And it all starts within the mind. Mm-hmm. It's the mind. It's a mental paradigm shift where it's like, you know what? This happened, yeah, it sucks. Don't deny yourself those feelings. That's right. what you don't do. Don't mm-hmm. deny yourself those feelings. You have to acknowledge that this has happened. You have to allow yourself to feel those things. And then you got to give yourself that space to heal and also give your space that your spouse that space to heal as well. Yeah. And that is how you build resilience in your marriage. That's how you build resilience within yourself because mm-hmm. it, it starts with the self. And then it pours over into the marriage. I love that. Yeah, I completely agree. That's that's something that I heavily talk about on the podcast as well. And I'm glad that you champion that too, because I don't think we talk about enough how you personally have to build resiliency within yourself. You have to acknowledge those feelings that you are having. You have to work on your own mindset before you just go over and look at that other person and think, oh no, you, I need your mind to be right. Now, hold on. We start with the person that we can impact first, which is ourselves. And then once we focus on ourselves, then we can look at, okay, how do we come together as individuals who are both working on one another to to form this relationship and be resilient? But I love how you said that about bouncing back. And what so what does bouncing back look like? Or how do you normally coach um, like a woman, for example, on bouncing back and what does she need to do mindset wise to to see like what she's looking for in her relationship and improve in her relationship so think about what happens when you throw a ball Mm -hmm. does it just like hit whatever you're throwing it at and just kind of fall or does it bounce back towards you comes back towards you yep so in life we're gonna hit those walls but we can Mm -hmm. either be the ball that bounces back or we can be the one that completely deflated and uh, yeah or you know those things so it's like what can I learn from this and it's gonna be hard like the first time it happens but you know you have to do this mentally it has to be a process like just like I said 
everything is a process because yes. everything is a journey, not a destination, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? And so you have to be willing to say, okay, this freaking sucks. <laughs> I'm talking like a Marine now. Right, right, right. This sucks. I ain't really feeling this. This ain't what I want to do. This ain't what I want to do. I right. I, 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 I. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. you know, you have to say, okay, I'm in this situation or I'm in this emotional space. What can I take from this? That's positive. Cause there's always something, mm -hmm. even if it's just your life, that's the most valuable thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. What can I take from this and learn from it and apply it to my life right now in this moment? Because I think what happens is so one reason why a lot of people aren't resilient or, or struggle with that is because they're thinking too far ahead mm. start with this moment start with this day yeah give us our daily bread I like give that yes our mm. daily bread this day this moment start here and for me when I started doing that my whole life began to transform that don't mean things gonna be perfect I wish shoot I'm just right right, right. <laughs> but you know it's gonna become easier to deal with things you're gonna build that resilience and adaptability and it's gonna help you in the long run so you have to start with the moment okay what's happening how do I feel yeah processing okay. that yeah, yes what I learned from this mm -hmm. okay what steps can I take to be better when I come around to this and don't be thinking I'm just saying it's nice, fancy stuff and I don't have to do this myself, y'all. It's real. Yeah, you know what? I'm glad you said that because I think oftentimes people think they look at us, we have these platforms, we talk on relationships, but can like, we're keeping it real right here. These are things that we personally have to practice, mindset stuff that we have to work on. Like you said, daily, daily we have to put on, like do the work. You have to do the work personally um, for, for either of us to be a guide to other people and model that behavior um, because we can't sit here and say, you know what, just be grateful for today. But we over here, like we haven't found one thing to be grateful in our own day. But I agree with you. I've had those same shifts. Like we talked prior to the start of the episode, we got all types of life stuff going. PCS's craziness, like, and it really, I love that you said that because it's even a reminder for me because I am a planner by nature. You know that Yes. I'm thinking like 10 steps ahead. I need to be grateful in the season right here, in the moment right here, in the step right here, in the breath right here. And I think there's so much power in just finding those moments of gratitude. And I like this idea of like in being grateful, that's how you can also build resilience for right. yourself yeah that's so good yes absolutely and just with that you know I know too when talking about resilience and talking about wives a lot of them will harp on okay what about my spouse mm. and I get it and some may feel you know can't make them do something they don't want to do but here's the thing I agree with that you can't make them do anything they don't want to do. But there's this thing called influence, you know? Come and on, ma'am, influence, yes. you are not making them do anything, 
you will be able to influence your spouse with the transformation that happens within you, but you got to let it happen first. Oh, yes, I agree. They will be like, what's going on with them? Correct. I'm trying to to see what you're doing. Right. (laughs) You know? Right. And sometimes they won't say anything. You'll notice as you begin to shift, your spouse will begin to shift. Mm -hmm. Why? Because there's oneness there. And the two shall become one flesh. They shall become. So as you begin to shift, as you begin to transform, it's going to happen with your spouse. Now, don't be thinking, oh, snap, my fingers is happening today. No, it's going to be a process because it took a process for you. Thank you. Yes. Type of process with your spouse. Mm -hmm. spouse Totally different person. It may take them a few more months, maybe even years, you know, longer than you. Right. But it's going to happen. But you have to be patient. I know that's right. hard for people, especially military people. Which <laughs> me because it's like, y'all know we used to hurrying up and wait. And hurry up I don't be wanting to wait either, y'all. Mm-hmm. But the good thing about waiting is it's true. Good things do come to those who wait. That's so good. And call upon love. You know? You. So. <laughs> yes. No, no, I completely agree with you. I think oftentimes we seek help or people who work with you, um, in coaching and things, they get these breakthroughs, they get these aha moments, they see the results in their own life, they feel that transformation, and then they look over at their spouse like, all right, so, you know, you got to just come on, not knowing that it took the individual a process to make, you know, the, the leaps and bounds that they achieved in their life personally. And we talked about this on a previous episode, but just honoring the fact that your spouse may be in a different season than you. And that's okay. You may be getting this breakthrough right now, but know that the personal breakthroughs that you are getting for yourself will be complimentary and will edify your relationship because those breakthroughs are not, they, they really do pour over into your relationship. I love how you said influence your changes that you are making whether it be your eating habits and have improved you started to work out more you started caring for yourself more you don't think your spouse is going to notice you are going to start attracting some things to you because that's what you are putting out that's what you're being consistent with and before you know it I know it happened with my spouse we started working out and doing stuff together we start we started eating well together and it wasn't it wasn't a quick process, like you said, but I think we underestimate the amount of influence that we have in our relationships. And anyone who is listening, I hope you are encouraged by our dialogue and what we're sharing here about how you making those shifts, you one, need to take ownership and make a transformation for yourself. And two, be aware of the influence that you have on your relationship you can, you as a person can be the reason why your marriage becomes more resilient because you are putting forth those efforts, taking those steps and you are being an influence to your spouse. So that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. So I definitely want you to share how people can stay connected with you. How are, how can they learn more about what you do? Tell the people Instagram, you know, that's where I like to hang out, but um, where can they find you, your website, all those good things? Okay, so y'all can find me at Teresa Alexis Speaks. That's Teresa, T-H-E-R-E-S-A, 
Alexis, A-L-E-X-I-S, speaks, you know, at Instagram and Facebook. And then I have a Facebook group called Military Marriage Matters. Yeah, can find me there. Answer the questions, though, so you can get access in there and get all the goodies and, you know, hang out with us sometimes. And basically, that's how you can find me. And then on my website is basically www.teresalexis.com. I try to keep everything simple so it's easy for people to find me. That's awesome. She has a community. Connect with other people in the community. Connect with her in the community on Instagram and check out the website. So I did want to ask, you dropped a lot of gems throughout. What is maybe one piece of advice that you would give to our male marriage couples out there um, to kind of wrap things up? So I would say, don't sweat the small stuff because, you know, as they say in parenting, choose your battles. (laughs) I know that seems so simple, but choose your battles. Yes, there are some things that are huge and that need to be addressed really quickly, sooner rather than later. But there are also things is like, oh man, I guess you just not gonna throw away your nasty tissue today. You can easily just pick that up. Like you can easily just pick that up and throw it away. It's like, okay, I'm not gonna nitpick and micromanage my husband because eh, I can just throw that away. Like I use that example because it happens to me, but you know, don't, don't sweat small stuff like that. You don't need to say something about everything and make everything a thing, you know, cause then you're going to have more arguments than good times. And which one you want to have? I know I want to have good times with my I want to have good times. And if you listen in the Hearts and Stripes podcast, you want your marriage to thrive. So you are raising your hand with us for these good times. I, right. I love that. Don't sweat the small stuff. Don't make everything a thing. So good. I Again, I'm so grateful to have you here sharing this heart to heart, dropping this knowledge, your personal experience, being transparent. And if I can just thank you for being someone who is in this space, because it really makes a difference um, when I can look over, cheer you on. You did not plug the podcast, so we're going to circle back for this podcast look I gotta I gotta look I gotta put her out there so y'all can listen because what it takes is hearing a message over and over again and I mean we are both believers so yes one person may sow the seed but it takes watering right it takes a process like we were talking about with people hearing messages that marriages can thrive even with the differences between you and your spouse you have modeled that communication is key you figured out how to be resilient and now you are a guide, which that is another level of effort, right? To, to help show other people so that they can be successful in their relationship. So I thank you for that. I thank you for having the platform, creating spaces um, within your community, reaching people within your community and it's just, it's really great to see because I feel like, like awesome Captain Planet stuff, like with our powers combined, you know, we can maybe turn some things around. And Girl, change. they don't know about that Captain Planet. They don't know about that Captain Planet, but we're going to throw it in there and y'all going to have to Google it if you don't know. <laughs> but yes, thank you so much for being on here. It really does mean a lot. And, and I really do celebrate you and what you do. Now you're going to have to drop them details on the podcast so they can listen to you and your podcast, which you just launched. Woo-woo. 
I know. Okay, so yeah, I launched my podcast and it's called Black Married and in the Military. Let's go. And it's about just unique challenges, experiences, and triumphs of military life. So if you're interested to be my guest on there, you can go to bit.ly slash BMM underscore quest. And I'm going to spell that for y'all. B- bit, B-I-T dot Lee, L-Y slash B as in Bravo, M as in Mike, M as in Mike, underscore quest, Q-U-E-S-T. There you go. So. There you go. There you go. And I, and I love that. I love the conversation happening over there. And I'm excited. Again, the more people in the space, the more marriages will be reached. And the more families that will be impacted, the better the community is. Everybody wins. Like, everybody right. wins. So we are now at my favorite part of the episode, which is all about heart tracks. For those of you who are new here, heart tracks, you can find the entire playlist on Spotify. Check out the playlist, Heart Tracks 2. That's where you can hear all of the picks from our guests. And what it is, it's a reminder, a playlist that reminds you of the topics that we've discussed right here on Hearts and Stripes podcast. So check out Heart Tracks 2 on Spotify. So it is the moment of truth. We need to know what our heart track is for this episode. Oh my goodness, y'all. So it's never would have made it. Never. <laughs> you know, never would have made Marvin it. Marvin Sepp, because when I just think about my military experience, my marriage, and just everything in between, <laughs> it's just like, Lord, I know I wouldn't have made it through some of those things without you. If I didn't know Christ, yeah, woo, probably would have had a different outcome, you know, and even to this day, probably would have a different outcome if it wasn't for God. So, that I love that my heart track right there. That's it. You heard it here first, Teresa. It has been just a pleasure to have you on. Thank you again for all that you do, and thank you for being a guest here on Hearts and Strikes Podcast. And thank you for having me, and I honor you for the space you're creating for military marriages. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. This is Hearts and Stripes. We are the few, the proud, that aim high and are forged by love. Always ready, always there. We are Mill Marriage Strong.